Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast Here we go. with Jim Jim and Nobby. What's up there, Fruitcakes? Unsure. Everybody good? Unsure. This is the last podcast intro we're doing. It's been nice. But, but it's all o- good things. It's over. Yeah. It's over for two weeks because we're on holidays. Oh, two weeks and a day. Two weeks and a day. We will be back in early August. It's Tuesday after the bank holiday. Well, I tell you what, we're looking out the window here on Friday and if you are listening to this on Friday or Saturday or Sunday um, and looking at the weather in Dublin, I think we've picked the right week to take off. Yeah, and so have you if you're also. I mean, a lot of people are messaging us today saying, oh, I'm off as well, lads, see you in two weeks. So, nice one. Yeah, it's Up very there popular for time. Yeah, and you come back on a bank holiday, so uh, you come back on the Tuesday. So It's, it's, it's two weeks and a <coughs> of a week. Two weeks and a day. So, uh, in the meantime, we will be still dropping our new Pranked podcast every week. So, if you want to have a listen to a little wind-up call while we're not here, knock yourself out. Fair play and all. Coming up today, we had a very exciting time on Instagram today. And that by that, I mean we had a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your face that. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? It was good. Uh, yes, they are. Um, yes, they did. Uh, yes. And um, we spoke to one of my favourite TV presenters Tom Allen he has just rocketed in the UK he's presenting everything he's the go-to guy and he was talking about a book uh, that he's brought out and includes when he had to come out and grown up in school and all that stuff so he was kind of in a more um, reflective mood yeah and the book is supposed to be brilliant it's called No Shame he's talking to us Shane Codd we find out exactly where he's from it's not famous and we find out exactly what he's up to and what his new single is. We it's this, uh, our first time chatting to him. Podgy's TV Guide. There's some the, nearly everything in Podgy's TV Guide. I'm going to try and watch during my holidays. There'll be loads of time. If only the Euros were on now as well. Ah, oh, that'd be good. That's all. It's we have a bit of the Olympics. So we they, they start. The Olympics starts in a, in a bit of a week or something. Do you know what? Do you know what else starts when I'm uh, when I'm off? Oh. Pubs. It does. It does. The long haul. I will be in you. Stand by. Uh, if you're following Nobby on anything, there will be pictures of black and white milkshakes. There's no doubt. There may be. That's one of your favourite things to take. Apart from cars, it's it's cars and, and Guinness. That's the two things There's you like. There's something Art Deco about a pint of Guinness. There is. You know? Yeah. There's, you can take a picture of beer and yeah, it looks cold and looks, it looks nice, but it, there's something... You could put a pint on a mural, you know, I could do a mural Guinness well. Well, I'm going to tell you something now. I, yesterday I had a glass, and I had not had this for a long time, Linden Village. <laughs> Linden Village. I had a nice glass of Linden Village <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> I haven't had Linden Village since I was, you know. Is that wine or cider? That's cider, man. 
Oh. I did have a copper burger the other day. It's the heat. I needed the bubbles. Well, cider. You don't it's even like drinking right bean. You don't even so. have to tilt the glass with cider. You know what I mean? You just put it back in the fridge. I had, a, I had, a, I bought a flagon. Oh, was it a nagon? A flagon. I bought a, a flagon. flagon of cider. Oh man, going back to my I roots. I've one of them since I got chased across the field and knocked line by the guards. Exactly. All I'm missing is the lads and Jimi Hendrix. Wow. That's all I'm missing, and I'm right back there in somebody's <laughs> kitchen or in a field. Although, always drink responsibly. In fact, don't, don't drink, drink at, at all. all. And I was, you know, I was 25 at the time, so everything's fine. 27 now. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I had a, a glass of Linda Village brought me right back. It's like, this is, this is a, yeah. Because we don't, we can't talk about alcohol. Think on, your choice. On breakfast. Mine. Let's go to a, an off license somewhere, not in Raffarnham, but the next, the next suburb. My choice would be, would always have been Linden Village or Linden Village. Scrumpy The buzz of Or Devil's Bit Devil's Bit Devil's From Clown bit. Mel Oh man The it was buzz of getting back To the rest of the lads And some girls And you'd struck gold And you'd got the gear And you got it back <laughs> There yeah. was like You were a hero For a few hours I was the first one Of my friends To turn 18 Right So uh, You were a designated Collection person I could I could legally go in And yeah. just go and I was like, hello, your ID, you say? <laughs> and why allow me? So, yeah. Very irresponsible. We wouldn't recommend it, of course. Um, we're just reminiscing on old times that... To be honest, I don't think you'd, you wouldn't get away with us anymore anyway. No. I wouldn't do it for anyone. Uh, right. <laughs> Enjoy uh, the sunshine and everything else that comes with it. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Always drink responsibly. And we'll talk to you. Good luck. It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's F one four. It's Pope eleven Mahone past seven. Pogue Mahone. Seven eleven. Eleven to seven. All right, there. How are you doing? It's the sixteenth of July. <laughs> if that means something to you, fair play to you. So, what are we doing today? Are we allowed to go anywhere else? Well, yeah. There's like this. There's two. This is two stories. One is that the Tarnishta says that you should. Uh, if you're unvaccinated, you should act like it's March 2020. Is that the same tonnage that said the pandemic was over a few weeks ago? I don't think anyone said it was over. Oh, I think you find he did. Did he? Oh, yeah. Did he say that? <laughs> I thought most people are saying it's far from over. Anyway, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it ain't over. And uh, But on the flip side of that, the uh, dining inside pubs and restaurants will reopen from the 26th, 10 days time, if you're vaccinated. And you get the passport thing. So the Delta variant is a massive cause of concern still, but for people who are vaccinated, life could start to open up a little bit more. Here's the two stories, really. Conor Malegger. Conor Malegger. He's got new wheels. He's been scooting around after his operation. He's been forced to use a mobility scooter to get around as he recovers from surgery. And... uh, he shattered his leg during the fight ruling him out of the brawl in just the first round but McGregor says he's confident the surgery will help him go going forward comparing himself to the Terminator right well, I'll be back <laughs> I'm essentially getting exactly what I needed to get there oh dear so yeah there's pictures of him and he's on a mobility scooter there's a little sort of uh, like a little electric scooter and he's the leg up in the cast he's smiling away yeah and he's zipping around a little bit different to the Lamborghinis and stuff he's used to Zip zip, that might be a Lamborghini scooter. I didn't see this just till now. Uh, Andy Fordham, darts legend, passed away yesterday. Um, the Viking, who oh. he's known as. He was only fifty nine. I didn't hear that. No, 
And Danny Dyer's ex-boyfriend, uh, he's he's a jailbird. He was uh, convicted of fraud. He got three and a half years for conning old age pensioners out of forty thousand euro. So uh, naturally enough, as you'd expect, well maybe not expect, but the uh, photographers were up in Danny's face yesterday. Oh God! Trying to get a reaction. I wouldn't mess with her, Dad. He'll come out after you. A wobble in the moon's orbit will cause an onslaught of coastal flooding from the uh, mid-2030s, NASA has warned yesterday. A global flood tally could quadruple as the gravitational effects of the lunar cycle on tides combine with climate change and produce a decade of dramatic increases in disasters. So NASA know what they're talking about. So from the 2030s onwards... Um, this won't will, affect their planets though, will it? The moon will affect the tides in a massive way. I, don't, I didn't know the moon could wobble. I knew it affected the tides. I didn't know it could wobble. Yeah. Wibble wobble. NASA explained that moon, a moon wobble is a, a cyclical shift in the moon's orbit and it's nothing new or dangerous. Mm. But they said low-lying areas near sea level are increasingly at risk and suffering due to increased flooding. So if you've uh, a gaff very close to the water, that, uh, you know, that isn't good news. Well, you know, coastal erosion. We all learned about it in geography. Yeah, it's a massive thing, yeah. So I don't know if I would be spending all that money on a gaff right on the edge of a cliff. Look at Mr. Fredrickson. I mean, if he if he leaves that house on that cliff for long, I'll be moving back in a bit. <laughs> if you get your lotto win, yeah, I'd say go, go a bit more inland. Nigella Lawson has stuck two fingers up to calls to, for a tax on salt and sugar in the UK by featuring uh, Elvis Presley's fried sandwich as her recipe of the day. What's in that fried sandwich? It is Friday morning after all. Uh, Come on. Oh, God. Well, this is this is what sort of killed Elvis, isn't it? Well, not the one sandwich, but it's a bit more. Well, than he used to eat these every day. So the Telly Cook's homage to the King of Rock and Roll contains 750 calories. It's not too bad, is it? it has to be cheese on it, I suppose, is there? The fried peanut butter and banana sarnie includes two tablespoons of both butter and peanut butter and two white slices of bread. I think Elvis used to have um, bacon in his one and cheese and everything. And then deep fry it. I saw a lad on YouTube, of course on YouTube, and he was deep frying a sandwich. And it was. It looked. It, it did look. It looked gorgeous, but it was just disgusting. Like the amount of oil that was ah, in. Yeah, you couldn't eat that all the time. No. 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 Not at all. Uh, Lisa Hannigan Hosier and Christy Moore have launched their own stamps. Yeah, well, Lisa. I saw, her, I saw her tweeting yesterday saying that she was chuffed that she was in the same company as these people. So ah, she deserves to be. She's quite young to be on a stamp. Uh, she probably is. She probably is. We she only met her in her ukulele once. She, she's she's very nice. uh, one of my favourite singers. She's brilliant. Mm. Um, what else? Well, give you some, let's, let's try and find some good news. Well, Hayley Bieber said suggestions her husband uh, was shouting at her in a viral video are beyond false. They spent last weekend in Vegas where Bieber did two shows. One of the uh, shows afterwards he was captured on video speaking animatedly to his wife mm. as they left the club. Mm. I told you to pack the other trainers. Again, wouldn't mess with her dad, wouldn't mess with her uncle. Suzanne Jackson has cancelled her plans to relocate to Portugal for the oh. summer after one of her dogs fell ill. Oh, I thought they were back a few weeks. The I don't like Portugal. They, they, they relocated there and then they decided that uh, it wasn't for them. Is that what happened? The beauty entrepreneur, known for online for Sosumi, of course, shocked fans when she revealed that her and her husband Dylan had left their gaff in Malahide to relocate to Portugal. But last month, she said, uh, woke in Ireland, unfortunately, Coco hasn't been well. So that delayed us bringing the dogs to Portugal. She's not well again, so I came home for a bit. So she's back in 
I suppose, I suppose she could do both, you know, live in oh, yeah. Malahide for a few months and then Portugal not, for the rest of the time. It's not the 19th of July though yet, is it? I don't know. Ah, sure, Portugal won't be going anywhere, huh? Well, isn't it's a nice, nice option to have, isn't it? Oh, of course it is, yeah, yeah. The old holiday home. Love to have that option. A holiday home in Portugal, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I'd take Wex for this weekend, though. Absolutely. It could be 25 degrees. Uh, like, it, it was getting almost too bad yesterday. Like, Crossy was going around I know. on a bike I around Dublin about City Centre. I kept thinking about it. I could, I could get heat off him just looking at him. And we've we've all discovered that sunblock doesn't work on Crossy. Whatever's wrong with his skin, he's alert. He's immune to sunblock. Is he? So he's burnt no matter what he puts on himself. Well, I don't know. I've never actually seen him apply the. Crossy uh, needs a wide-brimmed hat. That's what he needs. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And a cape. And a ca- and a cape. Yes. You know what I mean, and like, let's make him into. What a colour would his cape be? Would it be purple? No. With a little green dot on it. No, it's uh, for me. I'd say you'd have several capes. It's uh, you change it. You'd, like you'd have, you know. You'd have dark ones if you wanted to go out, uh, and then like sort of. But if it was a sunny day, maybe. And could we get them little stripy ones? Could we get them prickles over the back of it, like the gruffalo. So that if you're messing them, you get. Yeah, we'd have to have a logo, a C with maybe like a crown on the top of the C. Yeah. Don't mess. And the green and yellow for. So, Mommy, who's that guy? Crossy. He's immune to sunscreen. <laughs> Why is he um, talking to to his phone? That's what he does. That's what he does. He hey talks, guys He talks to his phone Or people die It's that simple <laughs> I thought superheroes Used to walk up walls Not this guy It's 719 What's he doing He's giving us a list Of 15 things He misses from his holidays <laughs> uh, Crossy the superhero it Has to happen It has to happen It's F104 It is uh, almost 20 past 7 It's the strawberry alarm clock It's F104 722 I remember a few years ago, Apple's Maps put an airport in Dundrum Village. And there was, oh, no, they have this wrong. How could you get it wrong, Apple? I'm outraged and all kinds of things. So Google Maps now are getting a bit of grief because they're sending uh, cliff walkers potentially over the edge of cliffs. How come? Uh, There's cliffs that are, are, they're obviously not marked out properly or whatever it is. Well, they change, yeah. But uh, the upper reaches of some of the highest mountains around the UK and Ireland, uh, attempts to contact the company over the issue have been met with silence so far. So if you are using any sort of tech gadget, you should always still just use your head. Yeah, I remember the first time I used a sat-nav and it said, turn left, and there was no road. It was a a wall. Turn left, turn left, turn left. (laughs) It's like, no, that's a wall. I'm not turning into a wall. But luckily I knew it was a wall. Pretty magic if you could turn into a wall. Well, like Harry Potter. He just runs into a wall and next thing he's in the train station. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly the same. Chris Martin says, uh, what is a huge hit for him? Fix beat you. stress. Right? Oh, a huge hit. Sorry. So he's Fnorty Fnor now and he says he uh, wants to beat some stress. He says, certain fears have just left or been taken away. Well, I presume it's the. He looks like a meditation kind of meditation. That's one of them. Yeah, for me, it's because I don't get a lot of. He gets to sleep. He's got a busy brain. Does he do so? Does he do um, yoga? No, yeah. Well, he sleeps and meditation. They're the two. I'd say he does yoga as well. He looks like a kind of flexible fellow, doesn't he? Like he's always wearing the t-shirt with the other t-shirt underneath. I'd say he could touch his toes without bending his knees. Yeah. He said, uh, "He's got a busy brain." So I think everyone has a busy brain now. Mm. And it's almost like a little island, like a desert island in a sea of confusion, he says. So he says, songs tend to fly around between midnight and 2am. I never knew this. 
We've spoken to many songwriters. He does what? Midnight at 2am, he writes. So, remember we've spoken to many musicians and they say that uh, songs, are they're kind of like, they have to tune in and the next thing these songs just come out of the air. Mm. And they reckon that the songs are flying around. So if anyone wakes up between midnight and two, you might catch a song. Yeah, if you're trying to pluck a song out of the sky, th- these songs are flying around. And like, you know, various songwriters have said, if he, you know, I think it was uh, Noel Gallagher said that if, if Chris Martin hadn't written the song Yellow, he would have written it the week later. Yeah, yeah, whatever, no. Anyway, he says he, he has to be awake for between midnight and 2am to catch the tunes. Right. So he's like a little, like a little jam jars, you Tune know, catcher. the BFG. He catches songs in his little jam jar at the back. He's as awkward looking as the BFG. And then he goes and wakes up Will. Hey Will, come on, wake up. I don't, I don't think Will lives in the, in the house. He does, him. the four of them live in the house, don't they? No. Yeah, they live together. And they, they make songs all night. Like no, does he not? Li- he lives like near... And there's a, there's a girl who's asleep who does all the dishes for them. Oh, he lives near Gwyneth. He lives near Gwyneth and his kids, yeah. And he hops over and then when he wants peace and quiet he goes into the next gaff. That's a great deal. I always want to know. Watch the football. The, see you, lads. See you. See you tomorrow. Him and Kylie Minogue were walking down the road in London somewhere one night. Yeah. And people saw them and they went off into a park in the dark. And I don't Where know what happened. a bush in the park as far as I know. I don't know about that. They, just, well, they were just, they were on the way back from a, a, a night Maybe out. Maybe you're just taking a shortcut. I know, I think they're just friends, but I'd, I'd love to know what the conversation was about. You know, Chris Martin and Kylie Minogue at a park in the middle of the night. What happened songs. next? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll catch you one. Also, some Emmett said, uh, do you also remember the Apple Maps called Kulak? Uh, something else. They, <laughs> they had an extra C in it. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. An extra C. A, no. C. a C just after the L. They made it an eight letter word. I was in Paris when the Google Maps truck was going around. I told you this, didn't I? Took and a picture of you. I, I saw that it was, so it has the thing on the top and, it goes, and it's, it's going quite slowly. So I, I took it, I stood and made sure they got a picture of me. And then I ran down the road, the other side of the road, to try and have a picture of me waving at myself. But they would have bl- they blurred your head. Yeah, but it still would have, I would have known it was me. All right. So when I got Did back... Did you have a beret on? Uh, it, no. And when I got back, I checked it and checked it. And there was one of me. But it was the there? other one didn't come out. In Paris? In Paris, yeah. That's probably been pasted over now. Yeah, probably. But like, I wouldn't know what, what road it is. I knew what road it is then, that day, but... Here I was waving these ain't no, no doubt. Just, you know... These these are the things that entertain me. Cut him open and he's French. Bonjour. All right, it's F104. It's uh, 727. Already nod suggestions coming in for t- uh, today's Nod Your Noggin. This oh, has been suggested one. by Judith. This is definitely a, a good tune. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them. Where this they went. This is a good tune. I, I, I think we just... Where they came from. I think it should be double nod or trip, triple nod today. Yeah. Remember that? We'll be here in an hour, so if you've got something to, you know, argue against that with something else. Triple nod sandwich. What's the filling? 0876797104. Let us know. Kit Harrington has tried to do an uh, Irish accent. It's from the trailer of Modern Love Season 2. Oh, dear. No, well, let's just hang on now. Okay. So Jack Rayner's in this film. Well, so Jackson. surely if Jack Rayner's right beside you, you can say, hey, hey how'd, you, how'd you say this Jack's again? very south side, though, so it might be hard, like, the. Yeah, yeah, Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, right. Come so on. Why don't you text her? I don't have her number. How are you going to contact this woman? We arranged to meet on the train two weeks from now. She's never going to show. I truly hope you find happiness. Do you? Of course. You're my little girl. There's a way. Love comes in all forms. Just enough. 
The whole world exists just for you. It's a fairy tale. How does it end? Well, there's nothing too bagarish off that. No, no, no. It's no. all right. Now, Nob, you are going to be front and centre at this one, man. Right, we'll make it quick because I've got 30 seconds. The documentary about Oasis 1996 gig in Network. It'll live forever. Champagne soup. It's coming to cinemas. There's no reunion, but this is coming to cinemas and the Network gig will live forever. Nice. Peace out, man. More after eight. It seems today Whoa. that on TV yeah. there are so many programs. Which ones should we see? Uh-huh. But where can we get some decent telly? Sitting on our backside. Hodgie has a TV guy. He tells us what he's streaming, what his telly box is beaming, because the coppers told him he can't go outside. Uh-huh. It's time for Hodgie's TV guy. What's the sturdy pod? What is the sturdy moped? Did you see the pallets they had up the north? <laughs> oh, lads. What a waste. I reckon it was £200,000 worth of pallets in one, one wow. bonfire. You'd be off your mallet to light those pallets. Ooh. But, like, there was no tyres, there was no mattresses, there was no bits of old doors. Do you know what I mean? Mm. No imagination, lads. Anyone could just pile up pallets. That's like... That's like Lego brick building for bonfires. It was a backstop bonfire. So lads, I'm going to kick the ball off today, Roland. Don't talk hill. about ball, I'm, I'm heartbroken. Why? There's no football on the telly. I know, yeah, you yeah. miss it, wouldn't start you? The, start the league, lads, will you? Start the league. I'll be back in about two weeks. Huh? <laughs> I have to say, lads, Ashling B and Sharon Horgan in yeah. This Way Up. Now, season two has arrived. Any way up. I have seen uh, the first two episodes of season one. I'm only getting into that now. It's really funny. The two of them are great. Ashling B, though. She goes is, anywhere, doesn't she? She doesn't care. Like, she say whatever. She's so funny and she's brilliant. She's a brilliant actress. When does that start, Jim? We didn't know that was this week. Yeah, that's already started. So, uh, really? Yeah, we're into episode oh, two or three. Podge. Channel Fnor. It's coming after you. But, uh, oh, I'll have to get it on me more Fnor. Yeah, series one <laughs> is watchable on your Menor Fnor. And. Uh, it's just so funny. My opening gag is a... Uh, Where'd you get that? Forever 21. Well, that's a bit of irony if I ever heard it. We've loved having you here. Oh, God, you've had the time of my life. Like I said, this is not a spa. It's a rehab facility. Is she fixed? God, you ever just want to feel something for five minutes? You really are cracking boobs. I know. And I left in the park and I ran and I ran and I ran. You've got a fire in you. And you can use that to burn yourself and everyone else around you down. Right, well, I was just sort of hoping for the lottery numbers, but okay. It's very funny. Owens do anything for me. They iron my shirts, they do everything. Owens are deadly. Here, Nobby, here's a programme for you. It was on uh, during the week on BBC4, but it's on the iPlayer now. I'd say they'll repeat it on BBC4. Right. Carlos Ghosn, The Last Flight, the lad who was in charge of Nissan and Renault. Yeah. And he got arrested in... Tokyo yeah his bell. House rest, and he had to escape in a in a music box on a private plane it's the story of his escape this looks great I had the privilege to lead an organization with 450,000 people I never had one person coming to me and asking me to earn less money never people <laughs> always want more here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Carlos, 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 Carlos. The former Renault and Nissan boss, a titan of the global car industry. The savior of Nissan. This guy was a rock star. He became this incredible celebrity CEO. His companies employ nearly half a million people. He became famous in Japan because nobody believed at the beginning that I would be able to make it. And I did it. I would always tell Carlos, I'm scared. When things are always going right, something goes wrong. Oh, man, that looks good. Doesn't it? Give it the goo, then. Give it the goo. I will. That's a major goo for me. Now, if you're into that, you'll be into Heist on Netflix. This is like interviews with some of the people who pulled off some of the biggest heists ever. Mm. And they're telling how they planned it, how they did it, and how it went right or wrong. And the recreations are supposed to be, it looks like a film, but, it's, oh, yeah. but it sounds like a documentary. Spent a few bob on it. Think about it. If you had an opportunity to steal... Like, if you work in a bank with a vault wide open with nobody seeing you, are you going to do it if you don't get caught? A hundred million dollar heist? Who isn't interested? <laughs> Miami Airport was the scene of one of the largest heists in U.S. history. Four kids from Cuba. This is it. The American dream. The armored truck was packed with more than three million dollars. We were like Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> the bourbon theft of the decade. Well over a million dollars. I know a guy that could get stuff. So they have the cops, they have the gangsters, and they have it all recreated. It looks deadly. Does look deadly, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if everyone's seen Dunkirk at this stage. They probably have Harry Styles and Barry Cohen are in it. It's on 9 o'clock, BBC One, on Saturday night. It's about war. What has happened is a colossal military disaster. We shall go on to the end. We shall never surrender. Now, Naomi Osaka, you'll remember, pulled out of the French Open, didn't turn up at Wimbledon. 
because she didn't like doing interviews and all that. Mm. But she has done a documentary. It's just called Naomi Osaka, and it's on Netflix now. No one really knows all the sacrifices that you make. Just to be good. Before I went US Open, so many people told my dad that I would never be anything. Naomi, she was like an overnight superstar. And I think that pressure weighs heavily on her. I think the amount of attention that I get is kind of ridiculous. No one prepares you for that. I don't know. I feel like I'm struggling. She's young. Everyone has an opinion. Her sponsors, her family. Social media, you want to add in like another million people. Growing up, all I was thinking is like, I, I want my mom to like be happy. I want her to stop working. She would work overtime. She would sleep in her car. And for me, that was my whole point of playing tennis. Ooh, looks good. Jamie Mack, that looks good, doesn't it? Looks it? Good. Telling someone like you're being nothing. Like, what, what gives someone the right to say that to another human? I'm being serious. Yeah. Well, look at Conor McGregor. He says that to everyone. Yeah, I can't help but feel partly responsible for Conor McGregor's failure. Why? I sent him a message there at the weekend saying, break a leg, Conor. (laughs) 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 Good luck to you! Good luck to you, Hodge! Bringing it. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's FM04. Get your goo on, everybody. FM 104. Would you like to win some money? Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euro. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie car insurance. Empowering Irish women every day. Visit MissQuote.ie. Jane is from Whitehall. It's her hen. Oh, she's going to a hen. Not your hen. Yeah. Going to a hen this weekend. Who's the hen is it? It's my friend Shauna. Okay. Has when she given you any important jobs in the run up to this wedding? Uh, no, I just have to show up to the hand, so that's it. Who's she marrying? Uh, she's marrying Richie from Cork. He's a lovely lad. Is he? Uh, well, you have to say that, don't yeah. you? On the radio, you can't say anything else. <laughs> yeah, true. You work in the matter private in the kitchen, in the canteen. Uh, what, the, what's the, the catering, yeah. The catering. What's the best thing in the matter private catering on the menu? Food wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, well, I, I'm a fan of the breakfast because they do the the, lot, the full works for the breakfast, so that's why I tend to, to get cool. all the time. You can actually go up to people and go, do you like hospital food, do you? <laughs> See, I'm in the private hospital, so the food is really nice. Do you like <laughs> private hospital food, do you? <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> right, well, listen, um, we're going to give you 10 questions. We want to give you a thousand euro. Yeah. Yeah, Have nice. you got a 10 this week when you're listening? Um... No, not this week. I haven't have on other occasions, but we'll see when you're on on air. I'm sure yeah, different might kettle. Be terrible. Yeah, exactly. we've had a nine. We've had two eights. We've had a five. Oh. A nine would be just horrible though because you're so close. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. What country won the Euros last week? Italy. How many <laughs> vowels are there in the alphabet? Five. What part of Conor McGregor's body did he break at the weekend? Uncle. What is 87 plus 25? Uh, 87 plus 25. Yeah. 112. True or false, Lego is a Swedish company. Oh. 
Name two Irish counties that start with the letter K. Uh, Kerry and Kilkenny. Who is younger, Jason Momoa or Jason Derulo? Jason Derulo. Ron Weasley is a character in what series of films? Harry Potter. <laughs> what is the capital of Greece? And who played Connell in the TV show Normal People? Tom Mesco played Connell on the capital of Greece is Athens yeah Hello? how come you repeated yeah. question 9 twice you got it right the first time oh did I you said Athens <laughs> <laughs> where are you now Jane I'm just in my bedroom <laughs> my daughter's in her room watching telly I can hear her watching Paw Patrol <laughs> what's, what's your daughter's name Matilda Matilda. Matilda Cool name yeah. What a cool name She's What would you kid. If you won a thousand euro What would you What would you get Matilda Would you hit up a toy shop Or what would you do Oh yeah I'd have to Hit up Smith with her Yeah get her some good stuff How confident are you feeling Right now that you've oh, I feel real shaky I don't know I feel like I did well I think you did Oh my god Did I get ten Yeah <laughs> You did Matilda, you're going to Smith. You're going to Smith, Matilda. <laughs> Are your mom's going on a hen party? <laughs> I can't even drink on the hen because I'm pregnant. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. You'll be holding all the thanks coats. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh my God. I can't believe it. You're very welcome. Oh. Yeah, you flew through them. I did, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought Italy had you for a second. Then you're like, Mommy, Mommy, what a grand, Matilda. Hey. I know actually when you said that at the walk I was like oh my god I had a blank do you know that kind of way yeah I know I, can... I know, everyone, we all know what happened we're all watching it <laughs> oh, yeah Jason Momoa uh, Mo is like 10 years older than Jason Derulo yeah maybe. pink uh, and, and he's a babe like Jason Derulo's now <laughs> ah Jason oh, nice look, everyone's a babe to someone uh, Paul <laughs> Meskel Athens Harry Potter yeah um, Kildare mm. Kerry Kilkenny are the three counties um, Lego is actually Danish not Swedish and Connor's, yeah. Connor's ankle yeah, Connor. And Italy well. nearly nearly got tripped you up at the very beginning. Yeah, it did, it did, yeah. 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 You got 10, Jane, in Whitehall. So well done. 1,000 euro is yours. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. What a start to a sunny it. weekend for her. I know, I can't believe it. Congratulations, that's amazing. <laughs> it really is. Holy God, my hands are shaking. <laughs> <laughs> and the sun is shining. Enjoy it. I know, this is the best day ever. Thank you so much. Have a good one now. Thanks very much. See ya. That's See how you do it, like. everybody. Bye-bye. 10 out of 10. Anyone else get a 10? Let us know if you got one. We'll send you back a, an emoji of a panda. There's no drama. We didn't have to play a song. Well, this it was is the just thing. 10 if there out of 10. Was, if there was drama and then she told us that we oh. didn't know that she was pregnant and it's like, oh my God. Imagine if it had been the, like, give her the money situation. <laughs> I just would have gone, yeah, okay. Well, they're always fun, but we didn't need it today. That was good. It's 8.25 on the Strawberry Arm Clock on F104. You need to stay listening because if you hear a meep, 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 you have a very good chance of trying to win a brand new Renault Clio from Renault Belgard and we'll give it away this day next week. We will drive it to your house or work if you're the winner. Dublin's F104. It is the Strawberry Arm Clock and we can now zoom to, I presume it's London, I'm just guessing, and Tom Allen. Morning. Hello. It, it is, well, suburbs. Is this your first time using your new microphone, Tom? Um, you know what? I, I gave it a I gave it a quick spin yesterday, and um, I was very pleased with it. But I've got things that it, it's, it feels very grown up, and it's got one of those arms that comes over over my desk. So I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a DJ. You look like a DJ now. Yeah, like a superstar DJ. Well, you know, or- shaved shaved bald head, no bit of stubble. You're rocking it. I think you know. I think it's the most handsome look for a man, actually, Nobby. What are you I, trying uh, to say, Tom? 
I think we're. I think we're in great. What you need to do is get yourself a big curly wig and some glasses. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so you are, you've got a book out. No shame is the name of it. Yes. And this is about growing up. I know you grew up. Uh, you spent a lot of time in your parents' house growing up, even as an adult man. I um, I, uh, I I I stayed there a little bit longer. I just moved out actually. Um, but I talk about growing up in suburbia and feeling a bit of an outsider, a bit of a strange eccentric i was a very eccentric teenager i realized when i came to write this book um for example would enjoy dressing up in victorian clothing in a bit to distract people from the fact that i was gay um <laughs> and um and at one point was being bullied at school and was picked on and my response was to um to do the school cabaret and and do a julie walters monologue from alan bennett's talking heads which wow. you know well, I say eccentric, it's quite stupid. Uh, but somehow at that time in my life, I thought this is what I have to do. This will be the thing. I don't know. I just felt like I had to do. So I, I kind of put all these strange moments down on the page. And, and actually, it was quite cathartic. And what's been lovely is I, you know, I thought maybe people would read it and go, what a weirdo. But actually, I found people reading it have gone, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm a bit like that too. And I did strange things and I still do strange things. And you realise actually we're all outsiders at some point or another. What I love about you, what you do there are times when you're on shows with maybe many other people and some people get you straight away and other people you can see it on their face they're really like <laughs> did, did he just say that what's he about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I always feel that uh, and then I'm like no, it's just in my head I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're fine but yeah absolutely a lot of the time people are like what's this and I, I don't know if, if any of your listeners have ever felt like this but if you're in any way like anywhere outside of the 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 norm, whatever that means, normal box that that the world sets out for you. People are constantly like, "But why? Why? Why are you like that? Why?" And constantly <laughs> want to kind of try and contain you and try and kind of like find a way for them to sort of understand you. And uh, and more, as I've got older, the more I've gone like, "Oh, actually, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I don't care what you think about me. I'll just be however I want, and you can just catch up." Because I think it's very easy, isn't it, just to go like, "Oh, will people like me? Oh, what will they think of me?" But Actually, sometimes it's good to go, you know what, if they don't get me, that's their problem. Well, this is brilliant because, I mean, there's so many people who say would be listening now who are in school and feel like, you know, they're an outsider and, Mm -hmm. you know, they think that's their whole world. And you've been through all that and come out the other side to be this big TV star and doesn't care what people think of them. Uh, is is that from reading this book, because I haven't read it yet, but I've I've heard it's, it's really funny, the stories. But from reading this book, do you think it will help? anybody that uh, is going through that kind of thing themselves i hope so and I, well i was really keen to sort of show that you know if you're not straight or but if you're different to everybody around you in, in any way that it is it, it can be difficult but there is a way through it and um and 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 there is support out there and there are people out there who are like you and will understand you um and at the same time i also wanted to represent that it is complicated like for me like coming out as it, as it were uh was not like a big sort of sea change that didn't change everything overnight for me um it took a lot of time and i think that's also that was important to represent that you know kind of human beings are complicated and, and um not everything is simple and not all are so, you know when you see things on a on a television program on a drama or film you know somebody will say like they'll 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 do that show in the school cabaret and everybody will realize that they're not to be messed with and give them a standing ovation and no one messes with them again and everything's happy after, ever after. Yeah. But for me, it wasn't like that. It was much more like I did that and then things just carried on as normal and, uh, and they just carried on the same, but it took time. And, um, and it, took, it took work, I suppose, to, to kind of get to a place to be ha- happy, really. And, and, and still that's evolving, you know, even now. But 
but I just sort of wanted to represent that it's it's complicated and that if your life feels like it's complicated or you feel like you do strange things then that's okay and you're not the only one I was talking to a gay friend of ours a few weeks ago and we were talking about just the fact that it was Pride Month and he said what really feels different now compared to even a few years ago less than 10 was it, it's not just the people going to Pride that have your back it feels like so many people now have your back would you buy into that or are there still days where you go oh, whatever um, I, yeah I do you know like young people uh, celebrate pride and that like families celebrate pride and that, that's really powerful I think um, because when I was growing up like schools weren't allowed to even talk about um, homosexuality and it was it was kind of very you know it was, it was always seen as this sort of shameful thing a scandal and there, were, there was a real absence of, of positive role modeling and, and, and sort of and, and positive vibes uh, but now that's changed I think that's made a huge difference but at the same time there's still pockets of it you know there's still people who want to be frankly horrible or what you know don't want to be inclusive and don't like fact that are living as, as they want and, and are living as happy people and and that's really sad and I think that's the battle that we're waging you see it on social media a lot I think and um, I, I, I don't know I think that's why it's all the more important that people stand up and 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 everybody um, you, you know tries to be a positive role model and tries to um, tries to show that actually there's 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 more it's more good people than bad. And do you think it drives you more, Tom? Like, like I mean, you are one of the hardest working men in show business now. Like, do you, th- do you think that this uh, childhood made you think, oh, I'm going to show <laughs> when I get when I get a break, I'm going to I'm going to do it all. I think I am quite like quite belligerent, really. In that I'll go, yeah, I think I was a bit like, oh, you want, oh, you want, you want to be horrible to me? Okay, well, well, I'll show you. Yeah. And I think that sort of motored me along a bit. And you know, in adult life as well, when people people might say something horrible on on twitter or something and i go oh yes that's right i am a i am a bad person i forgot and then i go no i got a minute I'm, you know i'm allowed to be happy i'm allowed to do my job i'm allowed to be here as much as anybody else yeah it is it, sometimes it is good to use that energy uh, to propel you forward and to kind of actually say like i'll show you all of us i think are on a journey to find happiness and to be content and to be you know okay okay in the world and i think that's that's it's an ongoing journey but yeah i think it's uh it's it's definitely a worthwhile one what's this then well tell well let's cheers oh, first cheers. and then we can uh, then we can find out all about it thank you oh, you're, you're being very impatient Tom. i know thank sorry i was you. just trying to feel the slightly dead air <laughs> 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 the show is known for its awkwardness. It's known for the best it, isn't bit. it? It's the best bit. Sometimes it's nice to just have a moment of thought. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a television program. That's what, that's what we think. That's uh, what, yeah. It's just nice that like we're honouring people all the time. Just a moment. <laughs> have you been asked back to Sunday brunch since your last time there? It's quite. It's quite stressful because it's quite a laconic show for a Sunday morning, mm. uh, and I love it. But um, but you know, it's quite laid back, and I, I always feel like. I have to find new things to be disgusted by with the show, but you know, I'm I'm working on it, and uh, I've, I found quite a lot. So that's 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 good, right? So you, I mean, you've done so much TV work over the. I mean, you, you, the Apprentice, you're fired. There's yeah. the, the Bake Off, of course, the Bake Off Professionals, your quiz shows. Um, what's the next couple of shows? There's never only just one show with you. What's the next few things? You- um, well, on. I've just made a new show um, with Emma Willis that's starting. That's just started on ITV um, called Cooking with the Stars, and we have such a laugh making it. It's a bit like it's a bit like Strictly, but with with cooking. Um, as somebody termed it, what do you mean, like dancing with your dinner? No, uh, it's <laughs> basically uh, celebs get paired with. Uh, brilliant chefs and get taught to make a meal and they do it competitively the celebs who did it took it so seriously it's really competitive and emma and i just had the most wonderful 
fun time. It was a really lovely experience. So we hope people like that. And then um, I'm back on Extra Slice in a few weeks uh, when the when the Bake Off starts back. So looking forward to being mean about some more people's cakes. <laughs> and maybe this will be the year when someone finally smashes me in the face. I think Paula Hollywood would be ahead of the queue in, <laughs> for that. Oh, he's so lovely as well. He's so He seems like such a stern judge, but he's such a nice man. <laughs> he's the panto villain of that show. Yes. He, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So the book is called No Shame. Tom Allen, it's been great to talk to you. Continued success with everything you do. Thanks and for having me. We'll talk to you again soon. Best of luck with the book. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Cheers, man. Dublin's FM4, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock, and we can now beam into the home recording studio, Lab One, I would call it, of many labs, of Shane Todd. How are you, Shane? I have a bit Doing? of a ring here, yeah. Yeah. A bit of, um, yeah, a bedroom, bedroom studio job. Um, not a lot of space now not going to lie I'm actually thinking of moving out probably soon all the all the cooking will stop all the cleaning up after you will stop oh man that's the only thing you have to think about these things don't yeah. just, just weighing up the options come here <laughs> you've, you've mentioned something actually so we need to settle this I know you're in Cavan now are you yeah. a fingless man apart from that though I don't know where somebody said fingless to me before I've never been from fingless no I'm, oh, I'm Cl- no. I was originally from Clendalkin yeah yeah oh, are you okay. fingless no? okay no, but I, it's like that one of those Chinese whispers, and then when you're introducing your tune on the radio, you're like, "Come on, Fingless," and it's like he's not even from Fingless. It's a Clendalkin whisper. Nobody so we, you need, you need to we need to just clear that once and for all. I think yeah. you started the rumor, Nobby. Well, a girl in Fingless <laughs> used to wor- used to work in our Beetlebugs called Lauren. Yes, sent me your tune last summer, right? And she said you need to get on this. He's he's an Irish DJ. And right. I swear to God, like before any label had sent out your tune, we were playing it. Yeah, I remember it. It, it took off from that. So let's just go. But also, Shane, this, think- is the, this is the week we learned that Graham Norton is also from Fingless. So you're in good, co- or from, from, from Dawkins. Jesus, Fingless. Will you give it up Jesus. about Fingless? Just because <laughs> your dad's from Fingless, Nobby. <laughs> you're in good company. Uh, somebody actually said um, some of the vocal shops in Get Out My Head are like, you can, you can, you can. And there's people, there's a couple of people have said it to me. It's like, thanks for dedicating the tune to Lucan. Yeah. Just well, we sing, no, we sing, Luke. we sing Luke and Luke and Luke and at the end. Of maybe you start that one. Play, well, I think maybe, yeah. But at least Luke is <laughs> closer to Clondalkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, not so bad. Um, I actually think I might know that that Lauren person you're talking about. I don't know if I have her on Instagram and she. I remember Lauren Conley. I can't remember. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves yeah, the yeah, shout yeah. out. She works in eBay now. She's she's flown the nest, the one hundred four nest. Just, we'll give her a, a shout and say thanks very much for- you see when when you were just starting off you'd know all your fans by name but now there's so many you, you can't you wouldn't know them like it's just too many to keep track of them so the other yeah. thing about last summer was capital in london started blasting your tune out like some and i'm not saying you haven't been trying for years you probably have but for some people it's it doesn't happen as quickly as this what was that down to well I mean, yeah, I, like I was making music for a good few years to get out of my head was one of the first tracks I ever done with a vocal. And then I suppose, I don't know, like it, it kind of grew in Ireland first. Like um, it was getting organic streams on SoundCloud and people were sharing it on Instagram for me. Yourselves are playing it. And then the labels just started contacting me. And then once I got signed to the label, then it got onto the likes of Capital and stuff like that. And kind of flew from there as well. When yeah. did you when did you get the feeling like, oh, hang on a second, this is... This is not the normal. This is getting a real buzz about it. When did that sort of when it to sink in that you were you had a hit like a proper? Yeah, I didn't know. I was taking me. It was took a while to think it was a hit, but I was get when when people when I first released it, it was like sunny bank holiday weekend last summer. People just started sharing it. It, it like it grew from like Cavan to like Dublin to like 
other places in Ireland it was pretty cool and then I suppose once it got signed to the label and they just said like the track is flying here like it was it was Christmas time and we were doing well in the charts and seemingly that's good because you've full of Christmas songs at that time and then once January came I think you went top 10 in UK and Ireland and stuff and, and it was like holy this is real <laughs> So we can see a disc behind you for Get Out of My Head so yeah. uh, I mean it, it really has it must be one of the most played songs in Ireland in the last 12 months Oh it's amazing and even um I was only back from London there. We'd done a music video for the new tune and they just, like Vlad said, it was the number one song on UK radio this year so far as well. So just amazing. Yeah. So you released that on a sunny day and if you look out the window now as we're talking, it's a yeah. very sunny day. This yeah. is, this, all the, everything's sort of boding well for single too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully now, yeah. <laughs> one of our DJs was saying, this track's always on my mind. The last song was Get Out of Me Head. Who yeah. is wrecking Shane Codd's head, she said? Someone, anyway. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened with this one, actually, um, the singer, Charlotte Haining, she she sent me a demo like it was back in December. Kind of got to know her through the label and stuff. And um, she sent me it back in December. We just, I, I loved it straight away, like the demo she sent. And started working with herself. And there was a couple of other writers involved. Lewis Thompson, Rob Harvey, and Karen Harding, who you probably know was a couple of tunes out as well. You'd know her to hear. Like, and started working with them over Zooms. And I actually had the song ready for like, March, April and then I was just like constantly tweaking, tweaking right until about a month ago like just wanted to kind of get it right and Tweaking, tweaking, tweaking You tweaking <laughs> You can, you can, you can <laughs> I should have got that lyric in there <laughs> How often how, how much time do you spend in studio tweaking and tweaking and, and come up with tunes and beats I mean, Sometimes too long because I'm, I I tend to overthink a little bit so sometimes I can try one thing for for ages and then swap it out and go back to it in a long time. And you can't test out these tunes on oh, that's just people one. at the moment. So when did you last gig? Oh, sure. well over two, two, three years ago. Like I was only ever doing, you know, like my mate's birthdays, the, the local club in Cavan and stuff like just wow. very small shows. Like looking forward to playing now probably to be honest. Yeah. You need to do a small gig in Lucan just to get, you know, if you're doing a warm up gig, <laughs> that's where you need to do it. I mean, yeah. that's what people say the song is de- dedicated to, isn't it? So. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're driving through a beat and the billboards as you head towards the airport for all the clubs, is, is the name going to be on them next year, next summer? What's I the- mean, I hope so, Nobby. I hope so. I was supposed to play in Greece and stuff this year and a couple of Greek islands. And I remember actually being in Greece the year before and I like I saw a poster. I was like, like I was like, I put on my Instagram story, like marked out somebody else's name and put like Shane Codd on it. Yeah. Then I ended up like I was supposed to play in Greece. But um, yeah, I do. I've never been to a beach. So that's kind of the dream is to get there and play. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully next summer. Maybe even if something sneaks up this summer, hopefully. And there's gigs coming. So I see that 15th of October is the Dublin date in the Academy Green Room. Belfast, Cork and Galway as well. Yeah, yeah. What what are you up to them, nice lads? (laughs) If you're about pop in. (laughs) Yeah, well... It's been a while since we've seen anything live. Yeah, oh, dying, we're, dying. we're overdue as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to that now. Doing a, doing a bit of an Ireland tour. I'm um, hoping it'll be be good crack anyway. And uh, I'm supposed to be doing a couple of shows in Scotland, and then I've actually my first gig next Friday in Manchester. So I'm getting ready for that at the minute. Getting the getting the set ready and stuff. And what's what's being the DJ at your level now like? I mean, is it a, like I saw a photograph Calvin Harris the other day, and he's got a big bushy beard, and he looks <laughs> his skin looks really clear. And he's not. It looks like he's not partying. He's just gig and go. He's like a well seasoned veteran, isn't he? So he he knows the crack. I mean, but um, you mean will I be out? Will I be having a couple of drinks or will I be going mad? Yeah. Is that 
I remember the uh, last from Codeline telling me like you can't you, you can do that for only so long. You're probably young enough to be able to. I don't, I don't plan on burning out like that. No way. Yeah. Man. I, I I've done that. Like even when I was gigging before, I would have done two like two or three years of gigging and. It was only small shows, as I said, but I did find as well, like every weekend, if you were drinking like that, if you were doing Friday, Saturday or whatever, and you were drinking, you you, you would burn out. Like, so I don't plan on, and now I want to stay in the game for a while. So Pace yourself. Yeah. Yep. The night is young. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's good to talk to you. It's good to clear things up. You're from Clondalk and yeah, yeah. the song is not about Luke and... And the new no. single is always on my mind. But there I mean, people in Lucan don't need to know that. You know, if they think it's about Lucan, then I mean, <laughs> if I can be regarded as a legend in Lucan, they're giving the freedom of Liffey Valley. Although that's Glendalkin. Oh, yeah, it's too yeah, confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Less <laughs> tweaking for the next single. Yeah, don't leave it as long next time. Yeah, I know. Man. Yeah, I had to, I had to I have a couple of ones ready to go now. I have to say, I have about three or four tunes ready. I've worked on over the whole lockdown. So thanks very much, lads. Hi, this is Shane Carter, and this is my new single on Dublin's FM 104. Strawberry alarm clock at seven to four. I wonder the Zootons even consider it their song anymore. <laughs> I mean that—that's the song that says "Happy Friday" to you. Yeah. This very day, the Croods to a new age is in cinemas. This time around, the Croods face their biggest challenge of all. Another family—they're called the Better Mans. Uh, the prehistoric family set off in a world in search of a safer place to call home. They find an idyllic, walled-in paradise that meets all their needs. They think all their problems are solved. And then they discover the Bettermans. And then something happens where the Bettermans and the Croods have to sort of get over their differences and come together. defeat this nice. problem. So it's good. Our prize all week has been a 500 euro homeware voucher to spend on your choice of accessories and decor for the garden or the gaff. Your very own treehouse with a swing, a slide, a climbing frame, a barbecue, a supermarket voucher to buy all the food for the barbecue worth 150 euro. Board games, a fire pit for s'mores. Could you want any s'more? Could you want any s'more? And we have some finalists. Vicky, you're one of the finalists. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. When you played earlier in the week with us, were you Croods or Bettermans? Uh, Betterman. Bettermans, okay. Another one of our finalists. It's good music, isn't it? Is Johnny. Good morning, Johnny. How are you, Johnny? Hey, lad. Where are you calling from, Johnny? I'm calling from Fibsborough. What are you doing in Fibsborough? I'm on an electric bike. You're on an electric bike? Yeah, I'm going to work just doing it. Have you got a mask on, Johnny? You sound very muffled. Yeah, wear the mask for safety reasons. Right, okay. Have I won? Uh, have you won? Vicky, do you think he's won? I hope not. because <laughs> no, I'm can just you, Jim can, Jim putting my hands on my your face. mask? You sound very like Jim Jim, yeah? I don't actually exist. Vicky, the good news is... You've won Yay! the prize! What about me, lad? <laughs> Forget about you. You're getting nothing. You are getting nothing. So, uh, Vicky, you need to go and get some space in the garden for a huge treehouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. And you better go and see the Croods too in New yeah. Age this weekend. <laughs> we are going to anyway, yeah. Whenever oh, you see it on TV for the rest of your life, you have to go, hey, there's our film. <laughs> I there's will us. I'll never forget it. Yeah. You should answer the phone next time. Hello, the Croods. The Croods <laughs> no, residents. The Bettermans. The Bettermans. <laughs> so, well done. You've got all the stuff. Enjoy. Oh, Enjoy, yeah. Well. And if only you had the weather for it. I know. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Vicky. Oh, thank you so much. You're you very too. welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Emma's on the way. Good luck. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.